Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, June 1st, 2023. Today on the Ether, an introduction to Tempe, hosted by Cameron Bright. Let's take a listen. All righty. Well, yeah, anyone uh, down in listening, please again like and retweet, uh, throw a comment on the space. It really helps to get the old Twitter algorithm going and, and all that fun stuff if you like all the comments as well. Um, a huge thanks to actually uh, Finn for being here. I didn't even ask. So stoked to have Terra Spaces here. I'm assuming we'll get a really good, uh, really good uh, recording out of it from him because he's the man. So um, yeah, happy to, uh, you know, hopefully we get a few more people in here as we chat, but it is recorded so we can use it for other means. So yeah, um, if anything, I'd say we're probably ready to kind of kick it off here and start chatting. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll I'll kick off, shall I? Um, I, I just say brief intro we, of we, you guys yourselves. Yeah, we've we've got a few familiar faces in the group. Um, several that uh, I, I don't recognise. So, Jörg, Jörg and I are co-founders and co-CEO of Timpy, and um, Timpy is has built the first decentralised search engine in the world. Um, we can go into we, we will go into a bit more detail what that actually means and why that's so important but we're not only the first decentralized search engine in the world uh, we're also the only search engine in the world that offers unbiased and uncensored data and one of only six actively maintained web scale indexes in the world so we've got uh, quite a few world's first there and we, we're in a very unique position um, that's a very high level, but you know, through this conversation, let's go into more detail about you know the decentralized architecture. I think and um, why that's important and what that means for the end user, um, and then we can talk about more about the unbiased and uncensored search results and, and the index. Um, the search engine advertising market is two hundred and sixty billion dollars last year. And that's set to grow uh, to over 400 billion in 2027. So this is a market that's huge and it's a, a market that's growing year on year. Um, it's also a market that's got quite a strange dynamic in terms of the players uh, that, that operates within it. And as you may have guessed, Google dominates this uh, with currently around 87% of the market share, although they have been losing market share year on year. So just two years ago, they had uh, 92%, um, and then now they're down to 87%. And they're losing market share year on year um, for, for several reasons, but one being that uh, legislation has uh, come in place where they 
are being forced to create a more competitive landscape. Um, and there's more legislation coming through uh, with the government looking to uh, disseminate the control that Google has over the search engine market. But secondly, that there's, there's growing awareness around how uh, people's personal data is being abused by large tech organizations. So <clears throat> players like DuckDuckGo have been able to come into the market and get some serious traction over the past five years and start eating away at uh, the, the, the market share of that, that Google has. Now, DuckDuckGo is a great example. Um, as I said, they've been able to, to gain um, significant market share over the last five years purely based on the fact that they're not going to use your data but they absolutely feed the beast who does use and abuse your data which is bing now because they use bing's index so when you search DuckDuckGo, you're searching bing but they just won't track your data that's all and you know there's there's even doubts about to, to what extent do they not track your data? Um, now, when I talk about the uh, market traction that they've, they've been able to gain, they're, they've, they're currently sitting at 0.7% market share. So it's very small, yes. However, because the market's so big, 0.7% market share actually makes it a billion dollar business. They've got revenues over 100 million a year and they're valued at uh, around a billion dollars currently with just a 0.7% market share. So even with such a small percent market share, you know, you can, people are still creating huge businesses um, in the search engine market. I, we always come back to our index when we talk about these things because having our own index uh, the index being basically the collection of all the information uh, and websites on the internet that we then make available for people to search in the front end using the search engine. Basically the back end database. So because we have our own index, of which there are only six actively maintained in the world, we're able to uh, be free from the control of large tech and offer the unbiased and uncensored search results. Um, when you Google, when, when you something, uh, or use Bing, the search results that you see are skewed towards their commercial partnerships and political agendas. You're not getting unbiased data in any way. You're just getting the data that they want you to see. And that's the same for every search engine out there. Timpy was the first in the world where you'll be able to search and be reassured that the data that you're getting back in your search results is completely unmanipulated. We're not, we, we don't manipulate or want to manipulate the, the, the thoughts or minds of our users. Uh, and again, we can do that because we have our own index. Own index. Um, other things that we can do because we have our own index as well is we can actually be incredibly innovative in this space because we're not hamstrung by the control of, of others. And so when, uh, the, when you get a chance to look at uh, the search engine, you'll see that there's a lot of unique features that we're adding from a front end user's perspective 
um, a lot of small innovations that add up to quite a big impact and quite a different experience when you're browsing the internet. Um, so we're, uh, we can talk around dates about when people are going to be able to, to, to see more about Timpy and actually use the search engine. But when they do, you will see that it's actually quite a different experience, um, adding a lot of value to the user and also adding a lot of ad a value to, to advertisers as well. So I think that's a, a decent overview. Um, do you have questions on that, Cam, that you want to delve into? Or, or Jörg, is there anything else that you think we, we should add to that? I mean, I can talk to about the, you know, a little bit about the technical background, but I don't know, Cam, um, do you have a question about what Gareth just said? Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing more, uh, nothing specifically to that. It would more just be questions that will bring up longer conversations. So <laughs> diving <laughs> deep into the individual, you know, yeah. how it works, right? Like I, I remember, you know, when we first chatted, you know, shoot, like a, I don't know, year, year and a half ago, maybe. Um, you know, I was super interested, obviously, being, you know, from a mining background, I was just interested in, you know, again, the, the more technical side of it. Didn't understand it necessarily because I'm not a dev, but um, but I just like the idea of being able to, you know, again, like help, uh, you know, uh, what am I trying to help support this decentralized network and decentralized search engine really in, in plenty of different ways. You know, it opens up means for people to be mining and participating, you know, with their computer and from home. Right. So yep. that I guess not necessarily a question but more a statement being that you know yeah if, if you guys could just go into more i guess the technical side and just how you know everything works and then we can get more into like the index and what that means and you know so on and so forth yeah sure i mean let me give you an update on where where, where are we at as you said well i mean we have talked a year ago i think we 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 um we talked the first time or one and a half years ago so where are we at today oh. um we have our search engine up and running so we are running a big backend which is our collector network um, we have participants so beta testers um, that run our software right now um, we have our search website um, that's online as well for a, a group of, of um, beta testers again and what we test right now is the um, the backend network for a decentralized search engine, the biggest challenge is always the latency. So we have to make sure that our um, technology can cater for very fast response times and um, give the right results. And that's for a decentralized environment um, challenging. So we solve this by developing our own network protocol, which we call TAP. Um, that's um, is the patent is pending on that and what it allows us to do is basically oh, even did, though it's did we lose you? no I'm, I'm still here can you hear me hello is it I, is I it, can hear you yeah I was like is it just me rugging or I couldn't hear uh, I couldn't hear York for a second there. oh okay I hope I'm back yep yep okay me you are. Okay, that's good. You can hear him or no? Yeah, so I can hear Jörg. You can't hear him? No, I can't hear Jörg, of course, but that's fine. Um, okay. <laughs> as long as everybody uh, can. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I will continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my, my internet works. Um, so 
that allows us with with our own protocol um, with a tab that allows us to control the entire uh, decentralized network and make it completely autonomous. So um, it is developed as uh, patent pending and we are going to release um, the search website the final the final version for for the um, public beta release uh, we are going to allow access to that very soon uh, we have been really busy working on the new front end um, how we present search results um, what new functionality we are going to build in i mean we have to consider there has not been real development in search engines for a decade so Google uh, and and uh, and the others they look always the same. I mean, yes, of course they they change in the back end. They change how they um, how they can get our information uh, or how they can present their advertisement more efficient and stuff like that. But if you look at at how the search results are presented, there was no change um, um, in the last decade, and that's something we want to to. Um, yeah, to change and to to show different ways um, without being too radical, so it still looks for and still looks and feels familiar. So that's what we have been working on. Um, I wanted to to um, say a little bit about why Timpy um, and Gareth already mentioned it, but from my from my perspective, I think one of the main reasons is that um, I believe strongly believe that a search engine should not have an opinion. So, and if we look at the market, and that was the trigger for me a couple of years back when I came up with the idea of Timpy, um, is really a search engine should not have an opinion. We, as a search engine, the the first thing we should do is um, show the user all available information so the user can create his own opinion. And that is not available on the market. Um, nowhere to see so that's what what we aiming for um, for Timpy to be because as we said we are unbiased and that actually means we do not have an opinion and a search engine should never have an opinion so and that is the basics for why we um, why we created Timpy and um, we have an awesome team um, around us that helps us with um, shaping Timpy to what it's supposed to be. And we have been working hard over the last couple of months um, in making it, making making this journey or making Timpy reality and having the product up and running and, and ready to go um, in this short period of time is, is really amazing. And um, I have to thank you, the team, for, um, you know, working hard on on um, on our vision any questions i hope cam can hear me again i'm not sure if he, he can or not but yeah i think let's um i wonder let's uh, can you talk about the i'll ask you a question Jörg. um okay can, <laughs> yeah, so, can yeah, you funny, talk I'm about... listening to delayed i i popped myself into my on pc and i can hear you on computer through my other account but i don't know why i can't hear your right now <laughs> just uh, kind of randomly but yeah no um no i mean that all sounds amazing for sure obviously you just wanted to answer ask the question anyway so feel free yeah well i i think actually it'd be good to uh tell people about the the decentralized architecture, you know, like the the, the collector, the GeoCore uh, guardian, and then how what that means for people in, if they want to participate in that, and then yep. um, how they would get rewards um, in that as well. 
do you want to uh, mention that? Um, and, and I guess also, whilst we talk about that, um, we, we can mention that we're actually our own layer one blockchain as well. Um, that's currently yes. on testnet. Okay. Yeah. So I can I can start with the with with um, how Timpy is built. So what we have currently is uh, we have three different um, nodes, and there will be a fourth node um, coming up very soon. And we have the collector, the guardian, and the geocore. So the collector is our crawling engine. Um, the collector can run on any normal PC, you can say, but you can also run it on cloud, or you can run it on Flux if you like. So um, it's, it allows you to be very flexible. And um, that helps us to um, collect or to crawl the information from the internet. It is completely um, transparent from outside, so it does not need to have any connections coming in, which you know protects your own uh, computer. So if you run it on your own Windows computer, that no one will be able to connect to your computer through our software. It's all one direction. All encrypted, of course, so it can't be um, compromised in that way. We have the Guardian. The Guardian is our storage. And um, this is also, um, yeah, all around the world. Uh, we have storage nodes and that stores our index, um, our list of domains and, and every information we need to run the index itself. And then we have the GeoCore, which is our, you can say the brain of the solution. So the GeoCores um, manage the network, the tap, as I said, the protocol we have developed allows the network to grow and um, act um, autonomously. That means if the geocores collectively identify there is a, there is a need for more, um, um, if the geocores collectively identify there is a need for more collectors or more geocores, they can basically, basically add nodes to the network um, autonomously. They can also move nodes around if they if the network sees there is an increased um, request count on one area or in one area or region, um, the network can move nodes into this region to support the entire uh, the um, increased load. There's also um, um, fault tolerance. That means that if nodes fail, um, the network itself will react to it and will um, cover the um, the missing um, nodes. So we can lose over 50% of our network, and the network is still working um, as expected. So there won't be a, a huge increase in latency even if we if we lose a lot of nodes. So this has, has been de developed over the last one and a half years, and um, it's now in production, it's working. Uh, it's still beta version, yes, but it is, it is implemented. We... Um, with this network, we, we have the ability to allow anyone to run a collector um, and help the network to grow, help to create the index. We also have, as I said, the GeoCore and the Guardian, which will be um, in public beta very soon. And um, the next newer node, the fourth member of mm -hmm. our network, will be a, a specialized AI node where we utilize uh, GPUs from the user to um, train and run our um, AI models and, and machine learning models. So we will have then four nodes that um, people can participate and run our software. And at the end, of course, um, collect Timpy tokens because we are on um, layer one. We are on the Cosmos network, have our own blockchain. 
it's on testnet right now you can join um just go to our discord server and um, you see the how to join the um, running uh, a validator node for example on the um, test network and we will be releasing then it's a next step into mainnet um, and our blockchain will then be live and we will start um, creating also um, excess nfts and stuff like that so um, it's all coming together very nicely yeah we've made it incredibly simple to participate in the network the essentially you download an application purchase the nft and you uh connect your wallet to the app and click go it, it, it really is that simple um now to, to run the applications and to receive re rewards you will have to purchase um the correct nft to do that um it, but it provides significant um interest very very competitive interest um at at the beginning we're looking at around about 25 percent apy um so yeah when when they go on sale which will um be in, in the next two two to three months um maybe even sooner then um i think it's going to be really a lot of demand for them um there will be limited nfts available on the first launch very limited um and then as we expand the network then we'll be releasing more of those nfts to enable people to participate and then um let's say and, and that apy yeah it's basically managed through the the tap network the tap protocol um that's what manages the number of nodes we can run so what we can't afford is having let's say 10,000 collectors and only two um, guardians, then we wouldn't have enough storage. So how it works is that um, the, the TAP releases um, NFTs um, in the area where we need them to grow the network sustainably. Awesome. Yeah. I actually wanted to touch on, uh, you know, again, kind of your last year's journey. The last time I chatted with you guys, you know, at, at first, we uh, it was uh, you guys were going to be trying to build on the Kadena blockchain. Uh, you know, things happened there. Obviously, that you guys made the decision to make your own blockchain and and go that route. Just talk about you know that process. How has that been? And you know, what are some kind of highlights and everything of of going that route? You know, so we've we've always been uh, multi-chain, or the plan was always to be multi-chain, and and that still is the case. Uh, we really want to be um, agnostic in terms of um, networks and we want to be building uh, an ecosystem that uh, of uh, projects and partners and people who use the search engine and advertisers um, which isn't restricted to, to our own network um, so yeah we we went through the first round um, of fundraising uh, it was April last year on Kadena. And um, at that point in time, we were planning to do the second round, uh, the round that we're moving into now on Ethereum. Um, however, as, as we delved into the uh, various networks and looked at the strengths weaknesses the limitations we really realized that in order for us to have flexibility and the capable capability for us to grow as a business long term we, we needed to be our own layer one 
Um, and, and so that, that's where we, we landed with Cosmos, uh, particularly as they provide a very robust uh, tool set for creating those layer ones um, with the Cosmos SDK. But in addition to that, within that SDK framework, they have uh, IBC, which is a, a, a bridge technology that they use, that they've developed, uh, that we can utilize for our own layer one to enable bridging to other networks a lot more effectively. Um, so with Kadena, we are, um, that there's, we're still planning to uh, launch token there, but we need to have the IBC bridge in place. Um, and we, we don't know when that is gonna be, um, uh, when that's gonna happen at this stage. So the first step for us is, is the launch of our, our uh, Timpy chain, our own layer one, and the, the initial tokens then and the initial supply will be on our own layer one. Um, yeah, did you want to talk more or say anything more around Cosmos and why we took that route and um, yeah, why sure. that was important? So it was important for us to be able um, the biggest the biggest challenge for for most or for for all layer two layer three. So if I'm um, if I'm on top of a, of an existing blockchain, the entire governance process is not um, customized for my own need um, in terms of what 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 uh, Timby needed. So in order for us to have the governance um, in the way or in the way possible, we wanted it to have. Um, we needed to become our own layer one, which allows us to have our own governance process, which allows us to create the blockchain in a way that uh, it is um, customized for Timpy itself. And that's something that is um, not easy to do in, in um, other environments. So that was uh, why, we, why we decided to go with, with Cosmos. Um, also, the IBC is, um, is really... a, a, a a great way to connect blockchains to each other. We do like the idea of having um, purpose-built blockchains and the um, the um, blockchain of applications. So that means that um, on, on the Cosmos side, you um, can build blockchains very efficient and can have customized and purpose-built blockchains for dApps, for anything you, you can think about. And that makes it um, and it just makes it a little bit more efficient and and, and better. So um, that's why we decided to go with Cosmos and um, running our own blockchain. As Eric said, sorry. Well, I was just saying that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, it's um, it's one of those things where I I know for sure, like. It's kind of like anything else in life, right? Like, you know, we look at these blockchains and you can say maxi this, maxi that, and people think that way. But in reality, there isn't going to be one blockchain that rules all, you know, like there, there will be multiple blockchains and they will, you know, specialize in what they specialize in or their communities will, you know, like certain things more like say nfts are pumping on some product or some chains and not on others because that's not what they're about right so it's i you know the ipc compatibility and having cross chain you know chain agnostic like it is the future especially for so you know a project like yourselves obviously the more users the more outreach the the quicker and faster your index grows therefore i would imagine your your company and project grows along with it right so 
really it's yeah. all hand deck kind of thing right so i guess that leads into um your second round that you're doing is actually it's going to be open to pretty much everybody right or you know most possible kind of thing or how how is how is the second round going to work and how can people kind of get involved in the next few days here so the the second round is going to be hosted by us we've we've um partnered with a third party um and built our own um ICO platform that's going to be released um, on the fifth so in three days time, and the um, uh, just just before I go into the the structure of the ICO, I think the the important things of why we're running it ourselves is at, as you said, we, so we can be open. You know, we're we're not targeting really any specific network tier. We're our own network. Of course, we would like people to be coming onto our own network. Um, but with our own ICO platform, then we are um, people are able to pay in um, uh, what do we got uh, Ethereum, um, BUSD, BNB, Matic, um, and Atom. So you know we're able to open it up to um, multiple currencies from diff different networks. Um, now, in terms of the structure, the 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 ICO. Um, is going to be a pr protracted uh, event, really, from starting from the the fifth, um, going all the way up to TGE in mid September. Um, the the round that's opening in three days' time is only for the first round investors, the investors from Kadena, to give them one final opportunity if they wanted to uh, to. to to, to invest again um, with us. And that round's gonna last for two weeks. We're then going to have a uh, another round which is open to the rest of the community, the rest of our current community. So um, uh, to, to give them the opportunity to buy in before we move into the full public ICO. Now, and then we'll move into the public ICO um, no later than mid-August and the so that the next two rounds that we got coming up uh, in, in the next few weeks, uh, say starting on the fifth, currently is for current investors, and then two weeks after that, anyone who's in our community um, will have an opportunity to 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 invest um, at a reduced rate before the public ICO starts, um, and then that's when after those two rounds have completed, we're then going to ha um, have a significant marketing and ramping up for the main public ICO event. Um, so it's an opportunity really for our current community and our current supporters to, to, to get in um, uh, right at the front and give them the opportunity um, to, to, to get a decent price before we move into public ICO. Now, the, the structure of the public ICO, the, uh, the, the, the price for the public ICO is gonna start at 12 and a half cents. Um, as I said, the, the, the current token holders and the current community are going to get a reduced price from that. But then we've we've got a dynamic pricing model um, in the public ICO. So we're going to have very, quite small allocations. Um, and then once those allocations are eaten up, the price will hike up by 2% each, each round. And we're just going to keep on going until um, we either sell out or we hit um the 14th of september 
uh, and then we're just going to stop and then um, TGE. So yeah, we're, we're it's, it's quite an exciting uh, time for us right now, um, being able to move into this second round of, of uh, fundraising and ultimately get get the, uh, the the token live, the blockchain will be live, and what's really exciting is during the same period we're launching the actual search engine as well. So we're in quite a unique position at the moment where we can um, we we actually have the product um, right now. It's already built. The blockchain's built, and so people aren't investing in a product which is fictional, which happens quite often uh, in this space. We we have the product, and people will be able to use it and see it and and make a decision on on whether they want to support us or not. Awesome on the. Now on the on the blockchain side of things too, you guys are your own chain. Are you guys looking into you know having builders you know build the apps on Timpy and you know what's what's your kind of thoughts on you know the the near future I guess you could say of you know the Timpy chain once it goes and our uh, I know Cosmos is a big validator thing or validators a thing as well and you know talk more about what uh, you know builders could hope to uh, to bring to uh, Timpy. Yeah, I can I can maybe talk about that a little bit. So yes, we we are we are um, our own layer one blockchain, and um, our aim is really to help like-minded projects to get started as well. So that means we are um, working on our partnership program that um, that will help to create an ecosystem of of like-minded projects. Because if, if you look at Timpy and if you go a little bit further and look into what else could Timpy release, with this index, for example, and we haven't talked about the index a lot, but <clears throat> with our independent index, that allows us to also provide um, access to this index for um, third parties. So if you look at uh, today's, for example, um, AI market, and um, everyone has probably heard about ChatGPT, what these models need to actually get trained is a huge amount of data. And this data should be up to date and um, should be in a structured way. What better can you use than an index? So as we said initially, there are not many indexes out there and uh, none of those provide for AI businesses the ability to go into the index and extract structured data for their AI training. And that is something that Timpy um, <clears throat> will provide. And with that comes that new opportunities for businesses will um, appear and we can, help, um, we can help these businesses to get actually started. And um, we see ourselves as the, the, the hub for innovation in this area. And um, we, we have a program that allows um, like-minded projects that want to utilize, for example, our index to actually um, start the journey with us together and to um, build um, on, on our technology. So yeah, there is a lot um, that's going on right now because we don't want to build everything ourselves, for sure not. We want to create a platform that allows others to, um, to utilize the, um, the technology we have and uh, do their own thing. And um, that will be um, 
that will be huge and i'm quite um yeah now i, I look forward to it we will we will be the yeah. only network in the world that offers uh un, unrestricted access to uh, a web scale data set right and that's actually huge because there's uh there's there's no other network that provides the ability to then build the applications but then seamlessly integrate with web scale data um it's 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 a it's mind-boggling the the use cases that can be put around this for people who want to build decentralized applications we're really talking about any 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 and every industry in the world um where who wants to build an application that uses web scale data sets um Timpy is the only network uh, of where they can seamlessly do that yeah i mean there have been questions around okay will chat gpt destroy the search engine market and and uh, and discussions around that and now it won't. So what it will do is will enhance um, our experience in search engines, which is great. From a Timpy point of view, it it, it opened up a complete uh, um, additional area of, of of industry we can we can provide information to, because with our index and our ability to allow structured information or structured data extracted out of the index in real time. Um, is unique to the entire market, and we already um, started talking to to businesses who are train who are in the in the AI or machine learning industry, and um, what the, what it is they need and how we can provide and help them, and that's a that's a huge area that um, Timpy now taps into because of uh, what happened with ChatGPT. And by the way, ChatGPT did get the most marketing, but it's not the only model out there. Yeah, I'm I'm fascinated by the AI these days. It's it's you know I, of course Twitter knows because they feed me it all the time. <laughs> but it, but it is crazy to see you know obviously I think Adobe just put out their you know and it's funny too because it's even that right like I think Adobe was one of the things that people were you know talking about Adobe getting crushed by AI, but now all of a sudden they have their own AI and everyone yep. loves it and they're using it. Right? It's like well they didn't kill them at all. You know it's like. For me, it's like, I understand that, yeah, you know, there will be some jobs, you know, if you're an assistant, if you do emails and calls for a living, you might get replaced by AI. <laughs> but yep. at the end of the day, like the way that you can use AI to enhance and just utilize, you know, like, it, it, you know, it, there's, it's going to be massive. I guess that's all I'll say. <laughs> yes, yes, it is already you know. massive and it will be, it will be a huge opportunity for us bringing um, traditional business and, and blockchain together because we can do the entire data exchange um, and, and structured data ex, uh, exchange. We can do it with blockchain. Uh, we can utilize uh, blockchain for, um, for that and create a complete new marketplace for this kind of information as we, we do have our own index so that allows us to do a lot of stuff on this area or in this area. Yeah, and even just the data, you know, on the data and analytics side of things, like that, you know, what business doesn't use data and analytics these days, right? Like yeah. Everything, you know. So it's yeah. yeah, you're you're feeding every market with, you know, I'm assuming 
you know, and that's the thing too, right? Like obviously people are going to have to pay for it, but I think again, it touches back on like the unbiased and uncensored nature of it that for some companies will appeal more because they know, you know, hopefully that that information they're getting is exactly that it's unbiased and it's, you know, it's, it's not what Google is telling them there, you know, is going on in the world basically. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, yeah. And yeah, we, we, there is even not a service out there right now which allows you to tap into a real-time index. So even if, if you wanted to, to pay Google for it, um, they don't have the tools to, um, to get structured data out of it in that way that it can be used for AI right now. And then there's a question, would they do it? Because Microsoft and Google are you know, playing their own AI game and have their generalized AI models. Do they want to have a third party being um, more successful or um, better than their own models? So that's that's always the question. Yeah, the, it reminds me of when Elon Musk was trying to put the ban on AI for like six months or whatever. And I was like, yeah. okay, we all know if he only wants it shut down for six months, that's just so he can catch up with his own fucking AI. Yes. <laughs> but yeah and it's funny too because i think it, what i laughed at was i think he was like an original he was actually an original investor into what is it open ai or whatever the the one that's behind yeah. chat gpt yeah. but then apparently he left because they started to monetize it and he was against monetizing it. And I was like, Elon Musk against monetizing something? I was like, that's got to be a lie. <laughs> so, yes, he was one of the first. Or, well, he was one of the investors, not one of the first. He was one of the investors. He, I think he put in something like $40 million or something like that. But that's, that's, you know, that's tiny in comparison to the $10 billion that got in from Microsoft. So, yeah, it's, it is what it is. And OpenAI is unfortunately not open anymore even though it was it was it was the intention initially um that has um, moved obviously and um now it's it's basically owned by by microsoft more or less sorry i was just bringing kyle up so yeah we're we're you know we're solid almost like 50 minutes in so if anything um if anyone wants to pop up and ask a question from the crowd uh please uh feel free to request and we'll bring you up we just ask if you put your hand up kind of thing and we'll get to you if we're chatting about something and um but yeah uh kyle welcome welcome my friend and yeah if you have a question or comments feel free good morning from down south as well and hello to the Tumpy team and everybody that's come to the space. Um, I, as you guys do know, I'm a huge supporter of the technology that you're developing, and I'm very interested in seeing you guys being extremely successful. I have a number of questions, but I don't really know how to formalise them, so I'll just kind of just rattle off um, if that's okay with you guys. Um, I've recently, I noticed that Microsoft have been fined by privacy issues with Alexa to the tune of around $78 million. Do you guys anticipate there are any regulatory pressures of opening the API to external uh, entities utilising the data index for certain practicalities? 
Yeah, um, we do. We don't. The, the benefit of us is we are completely. Um, we do not store user information. So when we say we allow access to the index for um, data scientists, for example, that only covers publicly available information and no personal information. So it's not that you can tap into our backend uh, where we, um, you know, like like most others, where we monitor user behavior and and stuff like that. That's all stuff we don't do. So we, we are in a really good position where we, from day one, um, say we do not store any information that could identify you as a user. Um, we do, of course, have statistical information. That's something we need to do. We need to know when someone connects to our search engine, we need to know where this someone comes from, roughly. But we don't store any, um, we don't, for example, there's this new, or it's not new, but this is this great way where you can fingerprint uh, a session on a computer so you can track this fingerprint all around the internet. And that's something we don't do at all. So, um, and that's why we can comfortably say, yeah, we can open our index because there's no um, issue with, with uh, privacy, no issue with your personal information um, or with fingerprinting you as an individual. That it's, it's just from a system point of view, it won't be possible. I hope that answers the question. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that covers a lot of it itself. I was also interested, um, I'm very interested to understand the governance model that you guys are developing. Um, the Cosmos ecosystem is a permissioned ecosystem, and I was wondering, from reading the white paper, I'm sure I saw that there was community involvement in the governance of Timpy. Is that my understanding correct? Yes, yes. So I, I always, I always stated, and I'm, 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 um, I'm 100 behind behind that because I don't want to make, or we as a team, we don't want to make the decision about Timpy's ethics. The biggest challenge we have on the market is really about um, a, a small group or one person makes decision about how the algorithm should work. And that's something that is very dangerous because it will be biased. Um, and that's something we want to change. And that's where our governance process comes in. So we will um, allow the community to help us shaping the ethics of Timpy. I mean, everyone has to realize there are things we do not we will not show. There are content on the internet you will not find on any search engine. And without going into detail, I think you, you can imagine what it might be. And that's something um, that um, there are other areas that might shift over time as the ethics itself of the, um, um, of the society shifts. And that's where we want to have um, the community to have a say. So Cosmos allows that via the uh, we the validator. So on the blockchain itself, you have a validator. You do not need to run your own validator in order to be part of the governance process. You just need to delegate. That means you use your Timpy tokens, you stake these Timpy tokens with a validator, and then you have a say. And that allows us really a, a really good governance process and a really, very very by balanced governance process. We are already working on the on the um, on the web uh, or on the on the interface side, where we allow for the discussions and um, have a platform and a forum that allows to explain ideas, um, discuss ideas, and then go into the voting process. So, yeah, uh, it's it's important for us for sure. 
Okay, that's great because it was some. So obviously, the, there are, as you mentioned, there are certain elements in the internet that are swayed towards nefarious activity. And yeah, okay, that that was a good concern. Um, sorry, I don't mean to hog the spotlight. If other people have questions, but I just I've got one at least, one more at least. Um, in regarding the tokenomics. I noticed that nearly 60% of the Timpy tokens are under time lock, and I haven't been able to find any information as to the release structure for vesting of the, of the tokens. Are you able to speak on that at all, or is that information for a later date? Yeah, there, there is, it is available. It should be in the white paper, so we need to, um, I can, I, I'll, I can check and I can post that into the um, Telegram group for you, um, the details of that. But yeah, there, there is a lot time locked. Um, it, depending on what the allocation is, there's different time locks. Um, like we have uh, an extensive reserve, for example, for, for paying um, the rewards um, for, for node running. Um, that, that's, a big, that's a big chunk. and um we we've got enough to for us to sustain if we had zero revenue from from advertising coming through which won't be the case but for we've got enough to sustain for several years um but you know we obviously wanted to show that uh we wanted to that's secure and we're not just you know using it willy-nilly so that is unlocked in certain stages um and and, and it's sort of drip fed out um, over a period of, I think, two years, um, to to ensure then that that that, that can feed into the um, reward system um, and and pay for the actual decentralized architecture. Um, but that's one example. Depending on what the allocation is, it'll have a different time lock period. Um, but yeah, we 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 wanted to essentially lock as much as we we can up to to give. Um, people the um, uh, reassurance that, that nothing nefarious is going on. Um, I can get those details across to you and we'll, we'll post them in the Telegram group. It's kind of the confidence to the investor that, that you know any private funding isn't going to take advantage of the situation in the early stages of your development and you know people's investments will see an opportunity yeah, yeah. to develop as you guys grow. Probably is more my point of where I was going with that. But um, I think you've answered uh, the biggest of my questions. And, oh, actually, one other thing. So if I have a decent bag of uh, Timpy tokens from the rounds, first sale rounds, and I choose to find a validator, um, will the validators be paying rewards to those that, stake the Timpy token yes okay yes okay yeah yeah so as a delegator you get uh, a share depending on the amount of tokens you stake uh, you get a share from the revenue of the um, validator yeah okay the only other question then i would have would be allocations for the upcoming rounds and indiv for individuals uh so we've got all those details that i can post in into the group um we we've got uh, the, the, the up and coming rounds for the current token holders, which I, I think you are, Kyle, uh, we've spoken a few times. Um, they're, they're, that's, there's an allocation of 4 million tokens. Um, for the community, then there's an allocation of 3 million tokens. And then when we move into the public ICO, 
um, the, the there's going to be multiple rounds where the allocations are around about a million tokens. Um, we've released the details of the the next two rounds, so the current token holders and the community. The full detailed allocations of the public ICO will be released um, here shortly. Uh, I wish, and that'll identify what. Uh, the allocations are for each of those rounds, how many they are, etc. Yeah, thank, thank you very much. I'm very excited to see what you develop. I think uh, any disruptive technology that can take away from these mega brands is, you know, really bringing some utility and some good value to humanity. We're not talking about, as I see it, we're not talking about um, utility on a very small scale you guys are actually entering into a global market and sure. i'm very excited to see what happens and what develops with you guys. i would have appreciated a little bit more time for the first round sale but that is what it is and obviously your timing has been um has been determined by the factors of the of the current situation in the market but I wish you guys well. I love what you're doing. I think you guys are fantastic as a team and your your whole project, every interaction I've had with your community of team members has been impeccable and, and I just wish you well. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. We appreciate your support. Yeah. I wanted to say one, one thing to and what you said, the global market. Um, so as, as Gareth initially said, Google is, is the big beast and we are not fighting against Google. And um, um, some others in the community have asked the question about, oh, there are others, um, other search engines out there as well. Yeah, that's great. We welcome <laughs> any other search engine because we have to realize what, what we see right now is a monopoly. We see Bing, oh, monopoly is it? Uh, we see Bing and, and Google. Um, on the market and they hold 90%. So if we can, you know, just get 5, 10, 15% of these guys, that's a huge success. And if it's in my, in my dream world, it would be, we don't want to be a Google. What we want to achieve is in maybe 10 years time, Google and Bing share maybe 50% of the market. And then the other 50% is split between 10, 15 other search engines. That would be perfect because we do need um, this many search engines in order to have really unbiased or the, uh, un uncontrolled information. So any other search project, uh, we, are, we welcome them because we are not concerned about it. This market is so huge and our aim is not to become the next Google. Our aim is to actually democratize information and data. And that's what we stand for. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess the, the ability to cross chain um, and the potential for uh, interested parties to develop uh, protocols that utilize the hub of Timpy yeah. really opens up a, an exciting potential growth field for development of the Web3 space and you know, act as like an onboarding for people, almost passive onboarding for people into the space. I mean, yeah, I mean, wall yep. wallet integration could see a huge jump with participation in the Timpy protocol and, you know, ecosystem as things develop. So we're so very early. I mean, I'm trying to 
I'm trying to scream it from the top of the towers to people about Timpy, but you know, obviously your marketing drive is going to be a critical component of your your advertisement and um, getting it out to the population. So I'm sure, yes. yeah, I'm sure that will come in time as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Yep, it's all planned out and um, we are we are on track with what we want to to do so yeah but it is yeah if you think about it 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 it, it is a huge opportunity that we have um to actually really work with others um and create synergies and you know create an ecosystem that um stands for for um the democratizing of information well, in any shape of i know that Polkadot recently opened the IBC compatibility as well. So there's a whole burgeoning ecosystem there that could utilize the technology as well. And yep. I'll, I'll step up, I'll step down and give the mic back to Cameron. <laughs> uh, it's great to see TerraSpaces here. I'm one of the biggest fans of Finn and TerraSpaces and what they do for the community. So thanks for them. And I'll just give, I'll give them a shout out. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah, no, thanks as always there, Kyle. It's always great hearing from you. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't know necessarily what else I have to ask other than um, I think Gareth talked about the NFTs just a little bit, but can you just kind of elaborate more on how the NFTs are going to be used and what, you know, people, I, th I feel like you mentioned it, but I was going through my uh, not being able to hear half the, half the conversation, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I can, oh, sorry. Go uh, ahead. You, you can go, Yoke. Um. Okay. <laughs> I, I, from a technology point of view, let me quickly explain why we do need um, NFTs. So as I said, our network um, grows autonomously. So the tab allows us to add or allows the network to add nodes and move nodes where necessary. In order to do that, we need to control the amount of nodes we can run. So there are several ways how we could have done it, but we decided to go the NFT way because it's, it's blockchain. So um, what it allows us to do is we can we can um, control or limit the number of NFTs that that are available in order to uh, run our software, and that allows us to grow sustainably. So that means we might release a couple of hundred collector um, NFTs initially, and then we see how it goes. And if we need more, uh, if we need more, we will just issue or mint more. Um, NFTs. And the same is with the GeoCore and with the Guardian as well. So that allows us to grow sustainably. And as Gary said, we have put aside the, um, the budget for running our network. Even if we wouldn't have any um, revenue, we can run our network for years. And that uh, is only possible because when we control the growth, we also control um, that we don't have, uh, you know, a, a, an imbalance between collectors and guardians, for example. So that's why we choose the way of NFTs. And now Gareth can talk about other NFTs and what else we do with it. <laughs> yeah, well, if we look at the, we're utilizing NFTs in lots of different areas. Um, but I, I think the core one that we can talk about at the moment is uh, how they're being used to access the applications to run the nodes and receive rewards. So the first opportunity that people are going to have is to be able to purchase the collector NFTs uh, in order to run that application. Now, there's actually going to be two collectors. There's one, uh, sorry, there's going to be two NFTs. 
that there's one NFT that people need if they want to receive those rewards, and there's a there's a there's a um, an NFT um, that uh, people can, uh, which is minimal cost, but th that will enable them to run the application and contribute to the network without receiving rewards. Um, they think, well, why would they want to do that? Actually, we've we've got a, quite a huge network that's building of people who just want to participate um and and they want to add value to what we're doing but they might not necessarily be able to afford the the, the nft to actually receive the, the rewards um so yeah it, it's very easy you purchase the nft uh you make sure it's in your wallet that you're connecting to the application uh, and then you can start receiving a very um a generous 25 percent apy on the cost of that um and, and the apy is based on the cost of that nft um now what i can add to that is also that it's resellable as well so um effectively you know we're, we're kind of utilizing the nfts as a as a kind of staking mechanism if you like um but you purchase the nft receive the rewards for running and then you can also sell that onto the secondary market as well um so yeah i think we've we've found a very um robust way where we can uh provide significant rewards for people to participate um but then also manage the demands of our network and as jurg said these are going to be very very limited so the, the first run that we're releasing um uh, I was going to say when then it's it's going to be soon um it, it, that that's just going to be 200 um uh, initially so i th i think these uh, nfts are going to um fly off uh be, be bought up very quickly should i say i can't remember yeah. what analogy i was searching for there <laughs> yeah, no, but there's certainly no, I mean, high demand it's uh no it's cool because i as you guys are talking about it there it almost reminded me of a mining nft except you buy the nft and you actually get to mine with it rather than you know like having other people mine for you kind of thing right so it's cool and it's a it's an interesting way that you guys are obviously growing you know your uh you know your collector program and your mining program and i get that you know you don't want to drop two thousand of them and have it almost grow too big and then be unnecessary at that point and tax other parts of the system i'm assuming right so so yeah it yeah. makes sure and I mean, all that's, you know, in my, as you just said there, Gareth, in my mind, that just adds uh, hype to it, so to speak, you know, like how if those first 200 fly off the shelves and then you have 200 or so happy people, you know, that are <laughs> gladly, uh, you know, staking them or, you know, using the app and collecting their APY, then you're just going to have a bunch more people, you know, chomping at the bit waiting for that next drop. So yeah, it's cool. And even for the resellable factor, right? You're going to have your OGs that they might want to lock down portions of that, right? And then therefore, you know, they get to kind of, you know, resell, make a bit of extra money, but as well, you know, support the the network, right? So. Yep. And the other one, how you can, of course, contribute as we, we opened our test net. So you're welcome, more than welcome to, you know, run our one of our validators, if you like. 
and um, and you know could be an addition addition where you can um, earn Tempe tokens for running a validator node. Um, so if you if you like, join us on on um, Discord, and uh, you can become one of our validators on the test net and later on on the main net. What what else does someone need to be become a validator on the test net? Is it just you know a bit of hardware as far as a computer and stuff, or do they need you know like a server or anything like that? No, at this stage, it's really just a little bit of hardware. I think the smallest one, um, one of our community members ran was uh, something like two gigabytes of RAM, two CPUs, and fifteen gigabytes of of uh, hard disk for now. So it's it's not a huge system we know, we need right now. However, it will of course increase over time. But um, you can you can say that you can run it with with something like two hundred gigs of of um, um, hardware uh, of hard disk storage. SSD and uh, a normal computer with eight gig of RAM and then four CPU. So a normal virtual machine will do very well. Yep, Kyle. <laughs> Sorry, there was just what, it brought up another question. Is there a token limit, or, or um, is there a certain requirement for Timpy tokens to be locked to the validators for the validators, or is it just holding an NFT? Now, for the for the validators, you need to um, if you if you now join the test network, we um, made it was one Timpy token. You need to stake to become a validator. Um, that on the on the Cosmos, it's a little bit different. On a Cosmos, you have the top one hundred twenty five uh, validators from a staking point of view will actually be the validators. So that's a self controlling system, you can say. So from our point of view, there is no minimum. However, if 125 other validators have staked more than one Timpy token, then you won't be a validator anymore. And that's how, how the system works. So from our point of view, from a blockchain point of view, there's on the testnet right now, there's no, um, there's no minimum one Timpy token. Basically, we have a, a, a faucet where you can get Timpy tokens from during the testnet time. So uh, you only need to provide um, or to have a computer, virtual machine, um, go on to our GitHub repository, follow the README, and you are there, and you are basically a validator. Okay, I might explore, get my old boomer brain, and see if I can understand this, because I think there'd be a great opportunity for community members to, like, in the Polkadot ecosystem on Moonbeam, there's a project that I was very early with, and they actually participated with a, a node validator on Moonbeam and the rewards have been paid back to the community and then they uh, with staking and there may be an, yep. an initiative here for the community members to actually run uh, nodes for Timpy as a long-term prospect as well which I'd be very interested in. Yeah okay yeah go check it out let us know if you have any questions for the for the entire um, blockchain and um, so our blockchain and, and also the contributor network and our software, it's all Discord. So uh, we are on Discord and our team members on Discord are really good in helping out for technical questions. We even go on, on to joint um, um, SSH sessions to help um, members out. So we have a really great team um, on Discord as well as on, on Telegram, but on Discord for the technicalities and how to deal with it and so on. I'll, I'll just quickly add something there, to, just to be explicit. So we've we've essentially got like two networks, right? We've 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 got the Timpy Chain network, which is a blockchain network, and then we have the uh, search engine 
it works and the architecture that's built on there. So within the search engine um, architecture and network there, the, the nodes are the collectors and the guardians and the geocore. To access them, then you need to have the NFTs. But for the, 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 the blockchain network, Timpy chain, there's no NFTs required to access any of that. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's staking node running. Thanks for that clarity on that one. Thanks. Well, yeah, um, I, my phone's actually dying, so I'm going to have to plug it in here pretty quick. And I hate standing in one place. <laughs> I'm always pacing back and forth when I do these things. Um, but uh, uh, is there any other, uh, you know, anyone from the crowd that wants to pop up, ask a question, feel free. Um, if anything, just any final thoughts and uh, where can people, I even in the discord a few times but where can people reach out and find you guys and uh, and look out for what's to come yeah I'll, I'll just add something i think that that for we we may have omitted in this conversation which is we're talking about the rewards that people are getting um and, and um uh, how people can earn the rewards through validator nodes or through the, the search engine network and the collector nodes um i just want to add that the the these rewards are uh, Yes, we, we have a treasury initially, but as ultimately they're going to be coming from the revenue that's going to be generated through advertising. And so um, demand for Timpy and the Timpy token, yes, there's obviously demand through from the blockchain side of things in terms of validators and running those uh, validator nodes. But um, there's actually a real world business case here. Uh, and a real-world demand for the Timpy token because um, if you want to advertise uh, with uh, Timpy, then you're going to be using the Timpy token. So as the search engine grows and as the advertising um, demand for advertising on the Timpy search engine grows, so will the demand for the actual Timpy token. So I just want to make that that um, uh, give that additional piece of information really to give the the full. Um, picture on on how those um, tokenomics are, are working um, in terms of the, the the inflow and the revenue that we're getting in and then how that's going to be um, shared um, with participants in the network um, I guess just to close off uh, from from myself thank you Cameron and uh, it, it's always good having these um, uh, AMAs with yourself and we had some really good questions uh, for people who aren't familiar with Timpy, hopefully this was very useful and informative for you. Please ensure to join our Twitter, Telegram, um, and Discord, uh, particularly Discord if you want to start participating um, and uh, uh, participating in either the validators or, or the um, collector nodes. Um, go to Discord. Uh, our website is www w.timpy.com um, you can find all our links there to the socials and including uh, more information and detailed information on our bike paper um, on things that we've been talking about today that that's that's all on our website uh, timpy.com and then yeah Jorg any 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 final comments or thoughts there Jorg oh a lot but we don't have time now <laughs> just joking uh, hey thank you for giving us the opportunity was good to talk to you um and thanks for everyone and and the questions and as gary said join us on telegram on twitter and discord and um, let us know if you have any questions awesome. yeah, no, no thanks thanks again for reaching out again i'm i'm glad you know it's 
your guys's project is something uh, you know as with kyle and and a lot of the folk from you know your first round we've definitely believed in it since you know since i saw it the first time you know it's an amazing project and definitely you know i mean you're literally like you're targeting some of the you know largest if not the largest industries in the current kind of you know ecosystem or whatever you want to say um it's just an amazing opportunity for everyone and and you know again the the idea that people can participate in many different ways not just buying the token they can be a validator they could mine they could be a collector like there's just so many different ways for everyone to get involved that it really you know uh people talk about the old generational wealth and all that kind of stuff and it's definitely something you know not financial advice but it's definitely something that i can see you know setting a precedent over the next couple of years and and really becoming something you know again globally that that you know you know helps a lot of businesses and helps a lot of people you know kind of take it to the take it to the the future right you know it's funny that you guys mentioned earlier that you know google and microsoft like the search engine world hasn't really evolved or adapted or done anything of note since you know google was probably first made right so it's it's interesting that it's taken that long that it's kind of just fell by the side even though it's one of the largest industries in the world so it's yeah it's just a, again an amazing opportunity and yeah thanks for uh you know thinking of me for doing the space and and thanks again to TerraSpaces finn he'll he'll do a recording of this that'll be much better than the the twitter one so we can share that out and everything i'm assuming and and yeah for anyone who hops into the chat halfway through or later just thanks for coming by and thanks for everyone who showed up and hope everyone has a great rest of their day and rest of their week and and yeah all that fun stuff thanks as well for kyle for coming up and asking some amazing questions and and yeah, um, if you guys don't have anything else, then we can we can leave it off there. Perfect. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, and get get well seen, Gareth. <laughs> thanks, um, thanks for thanks for sticking out too. Like I, I wouldn't have done that. So. <laughs> I would have been like, nope, in three weeks. <laughs> uh, we keep on pushing. No, hey, hey, if, if, if anyone ever questions your leadership, you could be like, hey, man, I went to an interview well, with, a, with COVID, so, you know, <laughs> doing uh, more stuff than most would. And I've got the test to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, yeah, no, awesome. thanks again for everyone who came by, and thanks again for the both of you for coming by and chatting about Timpy. And, and yeah, I look forward to seeing what happens over the next few months with you guys, man. I think it's going to be great. So, Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was an introduction to Timpy, hosted by Cameron Bright, recorded on Thursday, June 1st, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Now, if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support now. There's this principle in like Taoism, there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism, 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 where it's
was like the more you fight something the more like the opposite of what you want inevitably it kind of starts to happen tripping on the bird app listening to nerds flap wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed it's like everybody's holding heavy bags in web 3 that's why they can't fly they just drowning in the bird bath fishing for some dry powder watch how we ignite the tower blowing up their bank accounts forgetting how to fight the power y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes they preaching open sauce but don't listen to the code and now it's mutiny community uprise there's no more humility futility plus size motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles motherfucking west side shit needle and noose sticking with my armory and beta and bruce repping psychedelic artistry believe in the truth like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue gm fam really worth all the effort is it really worth all the fighting is it really worth all the drama and the answer i think is a clear no they started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, this shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat Now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you, you would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces.